Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is February 4th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Super Bowl review is coming. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. Um, First episode is entitled Clemson doesn't respect Florida State anymore. Um, And this is what I wrote about that. Florida State doesn't respect Florida State anymore. Why should they? We suck right now. What's more insulting is how they act like they do respect Florida State. Then go on to hang 50 points on us. You know, you you knew you was going to do that the whole time. And for me, just say it. Be confident. Be who you are. Like after that loss to LSU, Trevor Lawrence said, we will be back. Dabo Sweeney said, um, you know, we're going to be back. Trevor Lawrence is my quarterback. I wouldn't take anybody else over him. These are going to be the roaring 20s. I like that bravado. And, um, um, I just hope one day Florida State can match what Clemson is doing. Um, I don't feel like it will be this season. Um, I could be wrong, and I hope I am wrong, but the chances um, of us beating Clemson this year are slim to none, and probably for the next several years. Um, this team has to make up their mind that they're going to come off the ball and punch people in the mouth, and from the skill positions, they're just going to you know, outplay people. Um until that happens, it's a moot point. Um, you know, Clemson is the standard right now. I know LSU beat them this year, but I think that was just an abbreviation. Um, I don't see LSU going back to the college football playoff this coming season because um, they, they're losing a lot of talent. Um I think Alabama is going to reassume their position within the uh, hierarchy of college football. And Clemson is going to be there. Um, One, they have extraordinary talent. And two, they play a very easy schedule. Um, So, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, You know, until Florida State starts getting consistently, you know, four and five stars like they did in 12, 13, 14, and 15 is, is really a moot point. Um, and and even college football back then was a different game. Um, I think, you know, anytime you get six, seven, eight, five, five stars on your team, come on, that's a red flag, bro. Come on. <laughs> you know. So, um, but kudos to Clemson, man. I'm not going to be a hater. They're doing their thing. Okay. They've been to the playoff five straight years. They've won two national championships, and I give them nothing but respect. They deserve it. They're they're the the standard by which all programs should be measured at this point. Um, them in uh, Alabama, and um, you know that's the rivalry in college football right now. Florida State can most definitely get back, but the Florida State administration is going to have to quit being cheap. I've said this on virtually every episode of this podcast. It's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. Um, So let me know what you think about that segment. 
And I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled Florida State has to be a running team in 2020. And this is what I wrote about that. Florida State has to be a running team in 2020. Um, I definitely think so, because there's no Trevor Lawrence type quarterback on this team. The O-line stunk last season. So unless uh, these O-linemen go through some sort of Captain America, Super Soldier, Super Soldier metamorphosis um i really don't see you know i really don't see anything different coming about this coming season now norvell of course runs a different scheme from what i've read it's like a west coast type scheme where you get the ball out of your hands really fast the uh, quarterback doesn't have to sit here and read the defense so we'll see man um I don't see how Florida State pass blocks or run blocks. Maybe these freshman tackles might be the second coming of Walter Jones, but I doubt it. Uh, when in doubt, run the football with all of these tight ends on the roster. Now somebody has to like pancake and linebackers and safeties. Um, run the ball, play good defense, let the QB hit high percentage throws, and Florida State will be uh, somewhat okay. Um, I think that's the way Norvell has to go about this. Um, and th- I think that's why he's loading up at running back. Um, in particular, I hope he, again, from yesterday's episode, I hope he gets the kid uh, Edwards from uh, South Georgia. I think he's a player. I've watched some of his tape. You know, that's the kind of running back that we need, a hard-nosed guy that can catch the ball out of the, the backfield. And, uh, you know, holy, hopefully, Kalen LeBourne can be 100% healthy. I really want him to be the guy. He's been there forever. And, uh, you know, I definitely think he's probably the fastest guy out of that group. Um, so we'll see what happens. Let me know what you think about that segment. And moving on to the next segment, which is entitled, can the fullback make a comeback in college football? And this is what I wrote about that. Can the fullback make a comeback in college football? I don't know. Not many teams run the West Coast scheme anymore. They use tight ends to fill that role now uh, in the spread offense. Wisconsin and Boston College were really the last teams left in the FBS who use a fullback. I missed the position. It's like the middle linebacker of the offense and an unsung hero. The running back and a run-oriented offense gets all the glory, but it's usually the fullback who is doing the grunt work. The great ones usually can do it all. Run, catch, block is really a unique position. Not many teams and FBS will deploy the fullback in 2020. I think Wisconsin will be the only team left in the FBS uh, that will do it. Boston College uh, fired their coach, and they're going to a spread attack. Um, so, again, please bring back the fullback. Um, you know, I love this position, man. I love a guy that will run, run through the hole, you know, bust a linebacker in his mouth, knock him out and then move on try to move on to the safety and knock him out paving the way for the running back 
to score. You know, it's a very uh, collision-based position. So uh, let me know what you think about that segment. Um, moving on to the next segment, which is Norvell is checking every box thus far. And let's see. Flipping over to the next page. Norvell is checking every box thus far. Uh, he lost a DB's coach, and almost within 24 hours, he replaced him. He lost a tight end to the Georgia Bulldogs, and he signed two additional tight ends, I think, within two weeks. Cam Akers went to the pros. He got Corbin from Texas A&M and uh, LaDamian I don't know if it's Ladanian or Ladamian Webb from junior college. So I will say kudos to Norvell. He's on his game. Uh, grabbing two assistant coaches from Auburn is big. It says a lot about Norvell's character that two assistants from a SEC program left and came to Florida State. They must think a lot of him, Norvell. Um, Recruiting-wise, he's getting the guys to come He's getting guys to come to Florida State. He flipped a couple of guys, uh, a tight end and a receiver, or I'm sorry, a tight end and an athlete to uh, come to Florida State. Again, kudos to Norvell. Again, I'm not all aboard the Norvell Express like uh, some of the people in his fans, fan base. I want everything that he's doing positive to translate to the uh, to the football field. That's that's where it really matters the most. Um, so, like I always say, I take the wait and see approach. Um, Norvell did get three high school tackles and one grad transfer. Hopefully, they pan out. Um, uh, two of them were, or actually three of them, the grad transfer and the two high school guys were early enrollees. So, hopefully, this new strength and conditioning guy can. Um, Get his uh get those guys up to par and they can maul people in the run game. Um so that's go that's segment number four for this episode. I got one more segment. I hope you enjoyed that one. Let me know what you think. And the last segment is entitled Florida State football team as Transformers, in particular Autobots. Who would be who? And this is just some of the stuff that I think of when I'm, I write this stuff during my downtime at work. Um, so here we go, man. Florida State football team is Autobots. Who would be who? Well, first and foremost, the offensive line has to be the Dinobots, or at least that's who should they. At least that's who they should strive to be: physical and reckless, um, controlled reckless. Um, you know, they need to knock people off the ball. They need to roll great people. Um, Keyshawn Helton is Bumblebee, smart and fast. DJ Matthews is Cliff Jumper, smart and fast with no fear. Tamorion Terry, sideswipe, a Lambo with speed. Cam McDonald, Sunstreaker, another Lambo 
with speed. James Blackman, Hot Rod, one day will be the leader of this team. Janoris Jenkins, Cup, the old guy with wisdom. Uh, Marvin Wilson, Optimus Prime, the unquestioned leader of the team. Corey Durden, Ultra Magnus, a faithful soldier ready for battle. And this one I love right here, Joshua Kando, Skyfire. You know, Skyfire, one of the biggest Transformers or biggest Autobots in, on the whole team, man. So he fits that perfectly. I thought that was like the best one. Jo uh, Joshua Kando is Skyfire, a huge jet that's very fast with, with exceptional intellect. And also, I think this one is a good one also, Asante Samuel, Blaster. Blaster was the... Uh, cassette player that used to run his mouth all the time <laughs> and that's all Asante Samuel does on the field is run his mouth but he's a good player though uh Jaden Lars would be a smokescreen uh fast and packs a punch Hamsa Nazardine Jazz always ready to lure the boom uh on somebody uh Isaiah Bolden uh, Streaks, a fast Corvette who's articulate. Uh, Kalen LeBorn, red alert, another Lambo with medical issues. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And uh, I did. I also did some linebackers. Jaleel McCray as Braun, a small, tough, strong guy. Amari Gaynor as Mirage, a fast car with exceptional intellect. Kayvon Glenn, Beachcomber, peaceful until provoked. Kaylin, I'm sorry, Kayvon Glenn is Beachcomber, peaceful until provoked. Kaylin Deloach is gears, small but packs a punch. So, let me know what you think about that, man. Um, I might do in another episode like Miami and Florida as Decepticons. I don't know. Um, let me know what you think about this episode. That's going to conclude that segment. Um, this episode is available on YouTube. It's available on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please go down to the description. Click on one of the links. Rate, review, and subscribe. Wherever you listen to this podcast at, I appreciate it. But if you could, please just click on one of the links, rate, review, and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, go nose.